Welcome to Rogue News. We are the preeminent geostrategic, geoeconomic, and geopolitical news show on YouTube and on the web. Join us for hard-hitting analysis, behind-the-scenes strategy, and brutal commentary. Find out why many consider us the place to get their news and information. Check us out at roguenews.com. Follow us on Twitter at Real Rogue News, Facebook, and most of the popular podcasting apps. Most of all, remember to subscribe, like, comment, and share. everyone it's v the grill economist coming to you live on this edition of rogue news and i'm with my main man cj who's working the airwaves making sure the broadcast coming out crispy and clean you know what i mean check us out roguenews.com follow us on twitter at real rogue news rogue news on every single podcasting platform app out there literally known to humanity i mean my god apple itunes we're in google podcasts we're in hell today we even made it to pinterest so if you got a Pinterest account, go search in the search bar on Pinterest and find Rogue. Boom, our news channel appears, and you can click on any one of those little uh, uh, thumbnails, and it'll take you directly to the most recent episode. So boom, we're on Pinterest. You can't. So when you're trying to get ideas on how to decorate your home, you're trying to get ideas on what you need to do with your outfit that you're probably planning for yourself, or some DIY. Well, we're there as well. So you can go to even Pinterest. We're there, so it's we're spreading everywhere, folks. Soon we will be on Spotify. We're also on TuneIn. We're also on. Um, I think we're on Last FM. I mean, God, we're everywhere, man. We're everywhere. everywhere. We're everywhere. You can't everywhere. avoid us. No, you can't avoid us. You run, but you can't hide. And we're now moving into the phase where everything is becoming more vertically integrated. So we're going to be, you know, tightening things up and, and all this other cool stuff, and eventually start really growing. Uh, you all see the. Uh, I love the um, the suppression we're getting here on uh, on YT, the the suppression. I think what, what, what I mean, <laughs> it's interesting to see the sub counts drop from like you know 106 to what are we at now 99.8. When I think last week we we're at 99 and then dropped down 98.6. Now we're back to 98.8 and 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 then and they have us stuck at like uh, you know. Uh, 3,200 views, and I think now they're starting to move us up, Siege. They're trying to move us up to 4,500 views and and all this other stuff. Anyway, it is what it is. Look at this. The Rogue News uh, Fed Provocateur Energy Crisis. Um, it's amazing. I, I've literally seen views go from uh, 3,800 and, um, you know, 4,200, 4,500 views, and then all of a sudden you start seeing, you, you check back in a couple of days, and it's back to 3,200. How do, how do you lose views? You know? Mm-hmm. Right, it's incredible. I, see, I, you know, been on live air. You know, we've been live on air doing shows, and all of a sudden, it'll say four hundred people are watching. But then you cut it off, and then you actually see the real numbers, like over two thousand people are watching live. It is what it is. It is what it is. But you know, for the time being, uh, YT is still the largest uh, town forum out there, and things become more integrated. And we're also on Rumble, folks. We have our Rumble channel up there. So you can go on Rumble. We're there on Rumble. And most importantly, we're on roguenews.com. That's the central jump-off point for all things geopolitical, geoeconomic, and geostrategic. So go check all that stuff out. With that being said, Siege, uh, how's, how's, how's your day going, man? How's your Tuesday? Oh, great. It's an exciting day. I'm, I'm really pumped up to, to see what happens today in, in Virginia. Yes. I know, like everyone, will be monitoring it. Uh, may may go live later. I don't think we're going to have the election results tonight. I got a, I got a suspicion we're not going to know tonight. But maybe I'm wrong, V. I've been wrong before, just just once, just once, V. There's a lot of stuff going on, man. I mean, um, you know, Virginia's key, not just because it's Virginia. 
It's because it's indicative of what has been implemented in the majority of the states that are out there, especially in Democrat-controlled states, especially in purple states where there's a, you know, where all the shenanigans is going on. Uh, these people are going for broke. So we're going to touch base on that later in the broadcast. But first, I want to talk about this, the crisis theater, CJ, the crisis theater that has occurred over at CNN. CNN, you are watching CNN, the most trusted name <laughs> in news. Little James Earl Jones. This is CNN. CNN host Jake Tapeworm inadvertently revealed the security theater that is COVID safe. That, uh, what is that? It's COVID safe. After he tried to reassure people, we took off our masks just for the photo. <laughs> All right, sure. Tapeworm posted an image of himself and his CNN staffers for a bake-off. A bake-off event before tweeting, for anyone concerned, we took off our masks just for the photo, but generally, we all wear masks around the office. Also, we're all vaccinated. That's right, Siege. How dare we question the reality that what we're facing today in America in terms of this coof that is going on is a crisis of the unvaccinated. Isn't that correct, Siege? Because last I checked, 76% of those winding up in ERs are all unvaccinated, right? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it's those damn unvaccinated people who are getting those blood clots. Those damn kids who are unvaccinated. Those damn adults. The myocarditis that is occurring is happening because of the unvaxxed. It's a a pandemic of the unvaccinated. So Jake Tapeworm is reminding us plebeians, right, as he's working for the Ministry of Truth in CNN, that they are all vaccinated and they are masked and they just happen to take their masks off so you can see their beautiful faces. Look at these beautiful freaking morons who vote blue, who are whose worldview is so warped, it's not, it's not hedged on any sort of reality. Then he says, apparently COVID has developed artificial intelligence. Did you know that? Did you Did know that? Did not know that. Did not the know that. The COOF has developed artificial intelligence and knows not to infect people when they're doing photo ops. Did you know that? Did you also know, <laughs> So Steve? smart. And we figured this out two years ago, like when this whole thing popped off. We knew back then that if you were to wear a mask and you were to enter a business, maybe an eatery of some sort, a restaurant, a cafe, and you walked into the cafe and, you know, you walk in with your mask on your face, you move 10 to 15 feet to your table, and if you sit down, you take your mask off to eat, the COOF virus understands what you are doing. It knows that you're eating, and thus it is a very polite virus. Did you know that? It's very polite. It's very nice, yes. It not only knows that you're doing a photo op, it not only knows that you're eating and not to infect you, right? It knows all these things. This This is why we're having such a trouble trying to control this, because it keeps getting smarter and smarter, CJ, okay? Smarter and smarter. Did you did you get everyone's permission in that photo before disclosing their private medical information? Acts one responded, right? This is people responding on Twitter. Okay, this is uh, Viva Frey, who's a lawyer from Canada. He's really awesome. I recommend people check out his uh, YouTube channel. Okay, if you really believed, she's Nick. I just lost my thingy. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Wow. Okay, there we go. Yeah, hold on. If you really believed, where was I? If you really believed in masks, right, you wouldn't be taking them off for anything like this. Please stop acting, commented another person, Andrew Hoyer. Okay. Right. Because if you really believed that there's this deadly, virulent thing out there that is killing people by the tens of millions globally, right? So deadly. Would you, would you, would you, as the purveyor of the crisis, right? Would you, as the Ministry of Truth, as a worker of the Ministry of Truth at CNN, would you even dare take your mask off? No way. 
Not even for one shot of the jab. Not even for two shots of the jab. Not even for a booster shot of the jab. Would you ever take your mask off? Because this is a real threat after all, right? I mean, this is this is what you're propagating out there while you're unmasked and standing for selfies and photo ops. This is what you're propagating out there as you're walking into French Laundry and dropping $385 on a plate of food. You and your buddies all unmasked. This is what you're propagating out there. If this is real, as you're having private salon sessions and you're booking hotel rooms and having private parties and, and all these other things that are happening. Conference centers that you're going to unmask and whatnot. Private flights you all take in everywhere. Unmasked. I wonder if the morons over at Cop 26, CJ, ever showed up. Were they flying? Oh, here we go. Okay. Ma- all right, cameras are gone, guys. Put the mask down. Okay, yeah, all right. Here we go. Here's, here's Flop 26. Here are the members of the Insolvent 7, the broke, most insolvent, degenerate group of human being scumbags on planet Earth. The most talentless hacks you've ever seen into your entire life. They're doing this. Meanwhile, people are getting SWAT teamed in Australia for not wearing masks. Look at this. Merkel. Merkel, you can leave. Oh, my God, I'm out. Okay, I'm in public. <laughs> Let, me Let me put on my mask. Okay. In close confinement, I, close I bet confinement. I'm okay with that one, but I'm, oh, yeah. I'm out in there. Let me, let, me, let, me, let me do that. Oh, all these flags, all this pageantry. Oh, yeah, these are the, the vaunted leaders who's going to save us. They have all the answers. What a, what a joke. Climate crisis, no problem. Global economic collapse that happened in 2008. That's going to lead to a bigger collapse in 2000 and God knows when, right around the corner. 2000, right around the corner, right? Now, these guys got it all figured out. They're going to help us, Siege. They're going to show us the way. They're going to show us the way to salvation. My son is when vaccinated and has to wear a mask all day at school. Why? Asked another. COVID knows not to infect important people. Did you not know this, CJ? This is a third. Folks, we have learned three aspects of the virus already. Number one, it knows when you're eating and not to bother you. It is very it is very cordial, very polite. Okay? That's aspect number one of the virus. Aspect number two of the virus, CJ, is that the virus knows when you're doing a photo op. The virus knows you're taking a selfie. The virus knows that you and your family and your friends are posing for a photograph. But most importantly, Siege, the virus knows not to infect important people when the cameras are pointed at the important people. Did you get that, Siege? (laughs) Okay. The virus knows. Not to infect important people when there is a camera pointed at infected people. So I think the virus is giving us a hint and saying, hey, you know what? If you don't want me to infect you, put cameras up everywhere. That kind of works for the security state, does it not? I think the security state should take heed because it seems as if COVID is afraid of cameras. Nikon, Fujifilm, Sony Alpha Team, are you listening? You need to you need to increase your production of cameras. I'm talking to the Leica Group in Germany, Hasselblad in Sweden. You guys need to step up your game. Who would have thought, CJ? It's really not the mass. We need to stick cameras everywhere in bathrooms, in, in restaurants, in people's living rooms. You want to be safe? Have a camera in your house. Let it record you at all times. You will never get COVID. You'll never get it. That's how we know, Siege, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. The mask, the only only mask that is off right now is on these idiots, Brent. That's the the, the, the mask. I mean, yeah. The mask that is coming off is on this this whole entire scam. This whole entire narrative is falling apart. No one buys this nonsense anymore. No one believes in this BS anymore. And and isn't our favorite company... By the way, folks, this is Rogue News. We are brought to you not by Pfizer. (laughs) We are brought to you not by Pfizer. 
Isn't it amazing that the FDA just what? What did they approve, see, just today? Well, did they finally approve the uh, boosters they, or the? Uh, no, they approved the vaccination the five to for kids, olds, man. Yeah. Five to yeah, five to twelve year olds. That's that's great. I wonder how many parents are you know you know these dumb libtard parents, man. The really the, you know the ones you know them. They have a typical profile. They're middle class to upper middle class. They live in the most some of the most bluest states. They think they're super smart. They think they're really educated. They think they're part of the elites. They have this this affinity that they're part of this club. With the elites, you know the Karens and the Kevins that are part of these this this demographic, they're going to be taking their five year olds as quick as possible, Siege, to get them jabbed. I have no doubt about that. I have no doubt about that. Yeah, and yeah, they will absolutely. And absolutely. we're seeing and we're seeing data coming out. We're seeing some very very interesting things. There's several doctors who have come out. With some incredible information, I, I've hear, heard rumors that Project Veritas is going to be dropping some serious truth bombs in relation to a former Pfizer employee who has taken uh, some samples of the of the uh, the Kuf Vax under a chain of custody. So there is a uh, a chain of custody there, uh, as well as the lot numbers and whatnot, and have thoroughly looked at. And I've seen some of the images that are already purported. I can't confirm 100% because I'm, I'm, I'm still verifying and vetting this. But some of the things I've seen under a microscope are uh, downright shocking, to say the least. Downright shocking. So the, the, the most slickest thing that these globalists have done, Siege, the sickest thing that the pharmaceutical companies have ever done is actually calling this jab a VAXX, okay? That's the most craziest thing that they've ever done because it's really not a VAXXX, right? What it is, it's a treatment. It doesn't work, behave, or, or function like a VAXX. It, is a, it functions as a treatment, albeit an ineffective one. But it has... Some long-term side effects, short-term side effects, and God knows whatever happens in even further out than that that we have no clue about. No one studied this stuff. No one knows what's really in it. No one really understands. Oh, there's a packet insert. Yeah, 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 packet insert in my rear end. You go by that, I got, a, I got a, a bridge in Brooklyn to sell you after I give you some rat poison. How about that? How about that? Any your comments. Well, I mean, here's here's the thing. And, you know, you people are freaking out over parents who are are going to school board meetings and really, you know, challenging the school board and, and where are they getting their information from as it relates to the, the mandates. You know, we still, for the most part, have our educator, our teachers, our, our students in schools. If you send your kid to school uh, masked up. And, and, and this is why parents are, are fed up with those decisions that are being made in public education is because bullshit like this, that they continue to see time and time again, not only from mainstream media, but from our politicians. It, it, it's up. They know that the whole mass thing is, is totally a joke. But yet you're labeled a domestic terrorist to go to a school board meeting and, and pressure and push back against the school district and the administrators against the the mass policy so so this this kind of explains it this you know tells why and it's a, and it's a perfect example of of them you know again just being complete bigots as it relates to everything with with covid v just time and time again i mean how many times are we gonna we're gonna see this bullshit you know i i'm you know I, I, the fact you're saying that see makes you a science denier <laughs> You're, 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 you know, you're science denying. That's what you are. Speaking of science denying, let's talk about the the joke that is COP twenty six. Okay, let's talk about the fact that COP twenty six has enraged Greta Thunberg to the point that the the brain addled psycho little crazy chick is literally has been reduced to screaming profanities <laughs> at the leaders as they're coming off their private jets 
as they're having their yacht parties. Did you know that Jeff Bozos and Bill Pedo Gates have been, uh, you know, uh, having yacht parties? Bill Gates and Jeff Bezos. Oh yeah, that's you know one of the you know carbon things, and you know, bad enough that Poopy Pants Biden had uh, an eighty-five car motorcade at Comp Twenty Six. So the question becomes, what are these vaunted? World leaders, these these absolute brains, the best that humanity could produce. <laughs> what do these guys talk about? The 26th UN Climate Change Conference is widely seen as one of the last attempts by the international community to deal with climate change. Because Siege, we only have what ten years left now. Just ten. Well, yeah. I, I, what was that? Like, if you, we have five. I think it's down to five. V. Five oh, years left. They better humanity. get on this, CJ. They oh, better get on shit. this. Like warp speed. Yeah, wh- yeah. We need Operation Warp Speed on climate change. <laughs> That's what we need. Ahead of the event, major environmental organizations urge nations to slash greenhouse gas, noting that a failure to do so will lead to catastrophic consequences. Oh God! Over one hundred leaders will promise to end deforestation by twenty thirty during the ongoing UN Climate Change Conference in Glasgow. UK media outlets have reported. According to the Guardian, British Prime Minister Boris Johnson, blowjob himself, who is hosting the event, will unveil the agreement on the 2nd of November. These great teeming ecosystems, these cathedrals of nature, are the lungs of our planet. They're essential to our very survival. This is, this is a blowjob. Boris Johnson. I like to call him blowjob. Because <laughs> people call him Bojo. He's just a moron. Another idiot. <laughs> And the globalist stage, another globalist, right? So call him blowjob. These great teeming ecosystems, these are the cathedrals of nature, are the lungs of our planet. They're essential to our survival. Sure. I was, you know, CJ, when I was uh, hitting the treadmill this morning at the gym, I saw a quick clip. And as someone who's worked in the brokerage side of strategic metals, especially the metals that these globalists are climbing for. They're climbing for this. Right? They, they, they need this for their green tech. You know, metals like cobalt, vanadium, gallium, infinium, hafnium, rhenium, molybdenum, as well as um, lithium. People don't understand I was watching a clip just on cobalt, which years ago, I mean, several years ago, I said, look, cobalt's going to be a boom because you'll need it for the next generation of batteries, for EV vehicles. You need it for the next generation of electronics. It is a, uh, a strategic metal because, you know, as the empire dies, it's going to create more and more wars. It's going to require more and more of this metal for computer guidance systems, so on and so forth. But working in the cobalt industry, And what our mining operations have done in Zimbabwe, unearthing the cobalt, and what we find always alongside the cobalt would be either molybdenum or even vanadium, and then having that ore taken out of Zimbabwe from the mining facilities and trucked all the way to Joburg, Johannesburg, where it's then, at that time, we'd ship it over to Norway. And in Norway would be would be the one of the major refiners. At that time, it was Falcon Bridge. I think they long got bought out by Barrett and somebody else because the United States didn't have any refining capacity for large amounts. Norway would have been the only one. And then the refined product, which is 98 to 99% pure cobalt, would be the thing that we would broker to major companies across the planet. And cobalt pricing had its own pricing, its own Platts pricing, which was based on last week's price. So last week's price would hold. That's the way it worked. Now with this whole green demand, I, you know, there, there, there was e- there was eco destruction, ecological destruction in getting these things out of the ground. So now these libtards. And if you notice something about environmental environmental libtards, they have a couple things in common. Number one, they've never been outside. They have never ventured out of their latte-lapping cities. 
They have never ventured out from their latte, the, the, the soy latte sipping lifestyle that they live every single day. So these are people that are far removed from nature. Let me explain something to you. Liberals have nothing to do with nature. They don't know jack shit about the environment. What do I mean by that? I can prove that to you with one simple fact. Liberals have no survival instinct. I've never seen more dumb white liberals in my life. See, I'll be honest with you, man. You know, I, I've, I've, I've been in some very, very dangerous neighborhoods in New York. Very dangerous. Like, like you, you look at dangerous neighborhoods. Like, you look at dangerous neighborhoods in most parts of the country. They'll be like, you know, places you wouldn't want to live, right? But there's dangerous neighborhoods in New York you wouldn't even want to drive through. Forget living. You wouldn't even want to drive through it. And I remember being in one of those neighborhoods because I could, you know, depending on what I wear, I could kind of blend in or not, you know. <laughs> but in these dangerous neighborhoods, I'm like, uh, I'm like getting something, you know, sometimes you got to go into the hood in order to get like the best haircuts. You got to go into the hood in order to uh, whatever, right? Maybe you got to pick something up. Maybe it's a, a, a seasoning on an ethnic dish you're trying to make and you got to get into the into the questionable areas to get it, right? Whatever the case is, right? Maybe it's a hole in the wall that you like to frequent. Who knows, right? But you don't see no white people there. And I'd be in, like, some of the most dangerous areas, and all of a sudden, I'm driving my car in, and I'm, I'm with my better half. I'm like, what the hell? We look over. There's the white liberal lady in yoga pants jogging on the sidewalk in the middle of the ghetto. Like, what is wrong with you? Well, I'm supposed... And, and, and you hear, and I've heard on the radio shows, see, just some of the, you know, I've, I've heard on radio shows, what happens to some of these white liberals who move into these ethnic communities, right? Because they move there because they want cultural enrichment and they don't want their children to grow up as racist. And within a matter of months, they're running for their lives. Within a matter of months, they've been robbed, they've been pillaged, they've been raped, they've been mugged, they've been beaten, they've been they've been home invaded several times. <laughs> I mean, the husband is left duct taped to the side of the wall of the house. I mean, it's it's they they they, they kick their dogs. I mean, you name it, and the, and the white liberals are running out with their hair on fire. I bring that up because just like that dumb bimbo who's got her joggers on and she's running through the hood as the only white person for several square, several square blocks. She has no survival instinct. Libtards have no survival instinct. They are far, it's been bred out of them. It's been deballed from them. It's not even there. So these idiots will venture into some of the most dangerous areas in the country and have no friggin' clue that their lives are in danger. And they're walking around looking at people in the eye. Look, here's the, here's the thing, folks. See, it's like that. You remember that video that we saw the, the 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 lady in the New York City subway? They got the Karen who told this uh this black guy. Yeah, yeah. Take a chill pill. I don't know if you have that video, Siege. Can you find that? I can I can look and see. Yeah. yeah. I, I, if you yeah. can bring that up, that'd be great. Well, I'll keep talking while I try to find that. It's in that conversation with you, me, and Gus. But um, here you have this 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 New York City, which is already a very very tense, tough, high-level stress city, okay? One of the cardinal rules of walking around in New York City, you don't look anybody in the eye. You don't talk to nobody. You don't look anybody in the eye. That's why New Yorkers got our head down. We're either on our phones. We're either on our headphones listening to something, or, and we're just moving as fast as possible. Subways, everybody's just down. Either they got the, their, their head in a newspaper, a magazine, a book, a phone. Whatever. They got a screen in front of them, an e-reader, whatever. Nobody's looking around. You got this Karen, maybe she didn't get the memo. Maybe she's one of those, you know, libtard white women who think it's a great idea because they saw sex in the city and they thought that that was a, 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 an owner's manual for life and they wanted to emulate that. So all of a sudden they move into New York City because they want to live the sex in the, in the city lifestyle. You know, they want to sip rosé 
at 12 a.m. And, and, and 12 p.m. as well. You know, they thought it was a great idea. So this Karen gets on the in, in the train. Oh, here we go. Here we go. You don't do this. You don't do this. Watch. Listen, watch this. My Save train riding and my face. Save them my face now. Save them my face now. Tell me to take a chill pill. Tell me to take a chill pill. Oh. Say the word chill pill. Oh. 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 Mind your business. That's OD. That's OD. I'm telling you niggas in my black business. Yep. This is why you mind your business in New York City. This is why. I, I don't know what's going on with this dude. He probably had a rough day. He came into the in the train very angry. He's got his kids with him. Maybe his kids was pissing him off. And his white lady wants to pop off. This is why you don't say nothing. Again, this is a notice everybody else, every other ethnic person or any other white person who's lived in the city or an ethnic minority, anybody from the city, look at everybody else on the train. What do they do? They got their heads down. They're looking at their phones. They're minding their own business. This lady's chill pal because she's used to a white liberal man taking orders from him. I mean, taking orders from her. She's used to that. She's used to, uh, to white dudes cowering. In front of her because she's empowered. She's oh my god, she is the liberal white woman. She is the mega Karen. We must all cower before her. That's what she's used to. She's used to typical white liberal males from New York City and California, like worshiping the ground that she walks on and throwing flower petals at her. That's what she's used to. <laughs> now you got an ethnic brother over here. He ain't playing that game. And now since tw it's 2021, where women have been screaming for years that it's equal rights. Well, this brother right here, he not only believes in equal rights, CJ, he also believes in equal lefts. Pop yep. right in the side of the jaw. Think about it. And nobody did nothing. You know what? There, there would be a time where you, you know, the people would jumped in and stopped the nonsense, right? There, would, there probably would have been a time. Yo, chill. But you just broke the cardinal rule of the jungle. You made eye contact. Dude's with his kids. You say something smart. You're going to catch it. You don't know who you're dealing with. That's the whole entire rule of the jungle. So the, the reason why I bring this up, white liberals and anybody who ascribes to liberalism and is brainwashes, but it's the foremost leaders of liberalism are the white liberals. Okay. Not white conservatives, not white libertarians, white people with common sense. No, white liberals. White liberals are dangerous. Why? They hate their own race. That's what makes them dangerous, number one. And they hate everybody else. They worship, they worship nihilism. And I bring up this whole entire thing because I told you, it's like they have no survival instinct. But these are the people that are the first to scream environmental issues, right? Oh, we got to save the environment. Yeah. They're so far removed from the environment that they want to save, they have no clue how, how that even operates. Look at the Bundy Ranch. I want to bring up the Bundy Ranch situation, right? Remember what happened to Clive Bundy. His family was taking care of of the acres and acres of pasture land. They would do controlled burn-offs. They would do it so well, and they'd, and they'd make sure that the soil contain, you know, it, it remains fresh. The soil is, 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 is rich in the nutrients. And in order to do that, you got to do controlled burn-offs in order to prepare the soils for the next growth season, for the next grazing season. And if you look at any other land that's been handled by BLM, not Black Lives Matter, but the, you know, uh, um, what's BLM? It's, it, it, uh, uh, oh my God. Bureau of Land Management. Jesus Christ, I went blank. Bureau of Land Management. They do a terrible job. They couldn't do it better than the private farmers and the ranchers. They couldn't do it better than the ranchers. Why? Because most of the BLM jobs are headed by dudes that don't know jack shit about the land that they're working. Why? Because they're graduates from liberal institutions are indoctrinated by the libtards. Libtards don't know nothing about 
environment. They don't know nothing about land management. So they're, they're, they're giving you ideas. We want internal combustion engines to cease production of all internal combustion engines by 2030. Okay. When I saw that video when I was on the treadmill today, the economic, the ecological devastation, the ecological devastation that was occurring in parts of Africa, where I saw the damn cobalt mines in, in Zimbabwe, I'm like, holy crap, it's 10 times worse. It takes more oil, more energy production in order to unearth these metals. It's creating more ecological havoc and more environmental havoc that these white liberals have no clue about. They have no clue. Why? Because they hate themselves. They hate their own race. And they think that they're, they're somehow the white knights of minorities. It's the most craziest... It's crazy. It's like having a, it's like being a nihilistic messiah. I hate myself. I hate the fact that I have white privilege, which doesn't exist. <laughs> Critical race theory is good. You <laughs> make up for my whiteness and I need to save minorities. What? Nobody called you to save anybody. Meanwhile, their policies are what's destroying minority neighborhoods all across America. They're the leaders. Of creating and managing shitholes. I wouldn't even say managing, I would say maintaining. Creating and maintaining shitholes, libtards are the best at it. This is the insanity that has gripped the country. Well, everybody's going woke. So now you have COP26. You have the UN Climate Accords. You have all these morons who want to stop deforestation. Think about how this works, CJ. You want to stop deforestation. But you want electric vehicles. <laughs> exactly. Do you know how much ground, how many metric tons of earth we got to take out just so we can get a couple of ounces, a couple of grams of cobalt? You have any idea? I mean, we're taking out hundreds of metric tons of earth and moving it in order to unearth a couple of ounces of cobalt. But we want electric vehicles. But we want to stop deforestation. You can't have your cake and eat it too. And only a libtard who's never been in mining, only a libtard who doesn't understand about environment, only the libtard who doesn't understand about the industry will comment on the industry. Look at the morons in, start in charge of Europe's energy policies. Look at the morons in charge of America's energy policies. These are idiots and morons who don't work in the industries that they're talking about. Think about that. Who the hell, who the hell made these people in charge? These are people who sit around in circle jerk circles, circle jerking each other, sniffing each other's farts, thinking that they're amazing. Wow. We have really have come up with great ideas. They have no clue. They have no clue. We want to stop deforestation, but we want electric vehicles, solar panels, and windmills. <laughs> only a moron, only only idiots would say such a stupid thing. You want you want to stop deforestation, but you want electric vehicles. You want to stop deforestation, but you want solar panels and windmills that require the most amount of environmental impact to a region. It's so much easier getting fossil fuels out of the ground than doing any of, any of this green tech. It's so much easier having next generation 21st century nuclear thorium reactors than doing any of this BS. But it sounds good for the idiots. It sounds good for the, the latte sipping, lapa lipping, who has the frappuccino, mochaccino, dunkachino with a splash of soy milk. And two shots of uh, stevia sitting in a college campus somewhere in Yale or Harvard to hear that. Oh, my God. They're going to stop environmental. Hell, even Greta Thunberg is t telling these people, shove your, shove your environmentalism up your ass. She literally said that verbatim, quote. She's throwing prof 
Thunberg, the, the, the retarded kid, knows better than most of these leaders. She knows it's a scam. Seeds, <laughs> your thoughts, man. No, you're you're right. I mean, she's she's finally waking up to it. Just you know, it's crazy. Like every one of these ideas that comes up in regards to you know the environment, you know, you you would think that it wouldn't cost anything to start implementing you know some of these things. And and I agree. Was it the '80s that we started looking through like you know trying to 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 you know stop like with you know with waste like if you don't need to print something, don't print it. You know, little little things like little steps that that people could take, but. Why do all these environmental things have to cost billions of dollars, V? Why why shouldn't exactly. it be shouldn't it be like less money in instead like for example, less military intervention policies, less sorties, less ships on the in the oceans. Like all like structurally like there's some simple things that could be or how about this? How about less government? I mean, all these ideas and and again, just to paint the picture that like if you don't understand that this green movement is just a, a wealth, another wealth extraction, another Ponzi, another huge money-making scheme by the central organizers, the, the banks to find ways of, again, looking, trying to create new ways of extorting the poor, the, the middle class. It's exactly what they're doing. Why, why are these things costing billions of dollars? I get so angry when I see like little things that people could do. Like, you know, they, they don't want to take internalize anything. They don't want to look at their mansions that they have over 100 lights. Why is it that you have to have a tree shining on every freaking light around your property? And if you do, you know, that's, that's your thing, right? But don't come preaching to me about the environment when you feel you have to have 15 lights on the exterior of your home shining up. I mean, little, little shit like that, that can, that can make a difference. Why couldn't have they done this big meeting? Imagine the carbon footprint from all the travel and their private jets and everything. Why couldn't they have done this meeting you know, via Zoom or something like that. That's what really pisses me off is these people, because I admit there's some things that we should be doing. Like we should be retrofitting the uh, buildings. I, I get pissed off when I see a perfectly good, solid brick building. And we're terrible about it here where I live in, in Carmel, Indiana. Perfectly good building, great shape, less than 20 years old. And we freaking tear that thing down for, for something else. Why not retrofitting it? Why not come in and say, well, listen, you can, you can do this property, but we're not going to be wasting all this shit. We're going to figure out a way. I mean, there's so many simple things that we could do that would cost absolutely nothing versus the billions of dollars. And, and we should be doing those things. We should be legalizing hemp. We, we, we should be planting hemp and using hemp wood, you know, hempcrete. These people don't mean it. They just look at it as a means to the ends in terms of their extortion. So it just, you know, it's just it's just insane. V. it's just, you know, again, it just falls back to kind of the same bullshit with like the mass thing with, you know, rules for for the but not for me. It's just time and time again. Yeah, 100 percent. This is not real environmentalism. Look, I'm all for conservation. I'm all for sustainability, but this is not the way you do it. This is this is a religion. Then on top of that, you want to go after cows. You want to go after, you know, beef producers and things of that sort saying that. Your cow's methane is produced. No. You're doing this because the real control groups, the real think tanks who where all these disgusting, deviant, devilish ideas are concocted, understand that eating good, clean cow products, good, clean animal products, organic meats and, and, and whatnot, lead to higher testosterone levels and sperm counts in men. Mm. So you go ahead and, and, and you want to flip everybody over to this uh, impossible burger and the impossible sausage, which is nothing but filled with the most most insane toxins you could ever imagine. It's insanity. They know this. It is. It's absolute insanity. I mean, there's, you know, vertical growing. There's these aquaponic systems that are complete sustainability that, you know, some really cool shit that people are, are doing, but... No, 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 no. There's, there's no, there's no money to be made in that. We can't, we can't print billions of dollars to fund these types of things because that, that makes too much sense. V. I mean, it, it, that really does make an impact. So therefore, we don't want to do that. We want to, we want, we want to focus on on electric vehicles and all this other bullshit. V. One hundred percent, man. Israel is wanting to strike Iran. What else is new? What else is new? <laughs> Israel inevitably stirred the pod by sending a, t a, a stream of senior officials to include the foreign minister Yaid Lapid, defense minister Benny Gantz, and prime minister Naftali Bennett to discuss the Iranian threat. Jesus Christ, Just give it a break already. I'm tired of watching Netanyahu 
standing up in the UN with the bomb and his red line marker, the red line, the red. Line. We've been hearing about this crap since 2008. They won't give it a rest. They won't give it a rest. Okay. Lapid made clear that Israel reserves the right to act in any given moment, in any way. We know that there are moments when nations must use force to protect the world from evil. <laughs> uh, Israel is part and parcel of a integral network that includes Israel, American uh, military industrial complex, British intelligence, Saudi Arabian oil mavens, and the banking conglomerates of the Maktoun family in the United Arab Emirates that helps launder all their money. The only people that benefits from the lock and control of OPEC, which is a dying, disintegrating, non-existent cartel at this point, who are literally behaving as if every country for himself, where Biden went to go beg OPEC for his own failed energy policies. How do you like them apples? Mm. Right? Mm-hmm. Please, uh, uh, increase production. Let's go, Brandon. He went there to beg OPEC to increase energy production and to increase oil production because of his own failed policies. Because in certain parts of the country, people are paying north of $5 a gallon. Okay? And so now you have Israel, which is, again, led by morons. Everybody in the West is led by idiots. I'm convinced of it. They all graduated from the same schools. They're all part of the same good old boy network. They're all influenced by the same think tanks. It's the same moronic ideologies that are copied and pasted in every single Western country. Israel's no different, except they have a religious bent to them because they're somehow God's chosen people. 90% of the people that live there have no blood ties or historical connection to the land. But now they have to defend it. Fine. It is what it is. It's 2021, (laughs) right? So this is what they're doing. We know there are moments when nations must use force. And to be sure, Biden, like Trump. Didn't Trump come out with a statement, CJ, about uh, Israel owning Congress? Can you find that, man? Yeah. It was in our group text, man. Yeah, I'll see if I can find it. Yeah. Trump made a a comment about uh, that Israel is controlling Congress. And then it turned out to be a stupid comment. Jesus Christ. God help us all. Okay, we know that there are moments where, to be sure, Biden, like Trump, has also made his true sentiments clear by surrounding himself with Zionists. Tony Blinken. A man who shouldn't be working in a bubble, who should not even be allowed to work in a bubblegum factory. Tony Blinken. Wendy Sherman, another genius moron, former social worker, whom we sent to go negotiate terms with the Chinese in Beijing, and she was facing Tiger Wang. Yeah, good luck with that. And then Victoria Newland, who was a, a psychopath, an absolute psychopath who, who was the, the mad woman of the Maidan. She was the mad cookie woman of the Maidan. Okay? They have all filled the top three slots at the State Department. All are Jewish. And all how are strong on Israel. I wouldn't call it Jewish. Because I know a lot of Jews, a lot of Jews who ain't cool with what's going on in Israel. There's a difference 1, between Zionists and Jews. I know Jews who flown to from Brooklyn, New York, and went over to Iran and Tehran to meet with the leaders and to show solidarity. I know Jews in Israel who said, look, this whole this whole war thing that we're on, it needs to stop. This whole military Security state needs to stop because when the U.S. collapses, we're going to be on our own. This is what Israel needs to realize. It's like, yo, when the U.S. collapses, it's not a question of if the U.S., it's when. And that when is coming soon. When the U.S. collapses, what are these psychopaths running Israel? What are they going to do? Y'all, you, this, is, this is up to the younger people, the, the ones who are not sold into Zionism to stand up and join the multipolar world so that you will have a country when this thing is over. Otherwise, y'all are done. See, you got it pulled up? Here yeah, it, yeah, here it is. Here it is. We'll, we'll, we'll play this again. I, and I can't verify if this has been edited at all. Uh, it may or may not have. So, yeah, here it is. 
<laughs> well, you know, the biggest uh, change I've seen in Congress is Israel literally owned Congress. You understand that 10 years ago, 15 years ago. And it was so powerful. It was so powerful. And today it's almost the opposite. Uh, you have between AOC and Omar and these people that hate Israel. They hate it with a passion. They're controlling Congress. And Israel is not a force in Congress anymore. It's, I mean, it's just amazing. I've never seen such a change. And we're not talking about over a very long period of time. But I think you know exactly what, I, what I'm saying. They had such power. Israel had such power and rightfully over Congress. And now it doesn't. It's mm -hmm. incredible, actually. <laughs> well, you know, the biggest uh, change I've seen. Right there. Yeah. Wow. Wow. I mean, the ape look when um, um, uh, the gentleman uh, Hong Wang came over here and I, I spoke to this a couple of days ago when uh, Xi Jinping's right hand man came over here to study the, what's happening in the United States. And he wrote the book America versus America. This was in 1988 through 1991 when uh, this Chinese scholar was here. Uh, he noted that the, one of the most powerful aspects is the fact that APAC had a significant power control over Congress, and they still do. I mean, let's not let's not get it twisted here. A bunch of you know four dingbatted idiot low IQ women, known as the Squad, and, and and that's the smoke screen. They want you to think that the Squad has control. The you know radical socialists have control over Congress. No, 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 no. The radical socialists. And the establishment Democrats and the establishment neocons, they're all one and the same. They're all one and the same. The socialists are just the attack dogs, the AOC, the squad. They're the attack dogs. They're the ones that go after leadership or, or, or individuals that get out of line. They're the controlled opposition. This is why you never see AOC go after any of the leadership within the corporate Democratic Party. You dare not touch that. This is why she voted herself, uh, I'm uh, present during the election of uh, funding the, uh, when they were trying to pass the bill to, to keep funding the Iron Dome. Yep. She voted present. Yep. And showed her that idiot from Michigan. What's her name? Talib? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Miss Palestinian himself, herself and uh, Elon Omar. They all went along with it. They need that money. The Dems and the Republicans, they want that Israel money. They want 100%. that money. So here they are, Siege. They're trying to do the same thing, okay? You have the mad cookie woman of the Maidan, Victoria Nolan, all these morons. And the Pentagon, one finds a malleable General Mark Milley, who's literally, every day he's self-reflecting, wondering where his, if there's any hate left in his heart. He's always looking, and he's trying to find out the origins of his whiteness. Okay, so Milley, always happy to meet his Israeli counterparts and Secretary of Defense, the affirmative action hire, Lloyd Austin. <laughs> an affirmative action promotion who likewise has become adept at parroting the line, Israel has a right to defend itself and need one. Look, I'm going to stop this article right there. Look, let me explain this whole thing to you that, that I, can, I can put in a way that not even this guy could put because they don't understand the money game I do. This is a huge money laundering operation. When I'm dealing with colleagues of mine who live in Dubai and Abu Dhabi, and I have family in both places, You'll notice that the majority of the skyscrapers that are there are empty. They're at 20, 30, maybe 40% capacity. One of the most effective ways in order to launder money is through, especially large scales of money, I'm talking billions and hundreds of millions, is construction projects, commercial construction projects. So they'll build these ridiculously big skyscrapers and whatnot. And you're like, oh my God, they have so much oil money there. Well, it's not oil money, darling. It's really not. What it is, it's money laundering. Money laundering that is occurring from the United States, connected to the captains of industry here in the United States, connected to members of the military-industrial com uh, complex, connected to members of Congress and politicians and lobbyists. And that goes here for the United States, as well as the UK, as well as Europe. The UAE, specifically Dubai, their biggest export is money laundering. That's how you do it. I've seen the same thing in Panama. Massive brand new skyscrapers going up left and right. Money laundering scheme. 
Bingo. So this whole entire thing, so Israel is America Jr. Okay? Israel is America Jr. in the Middle East. And, and so it's right that, that many of the, the Islamic countries call Israel the little Satan and America the great Satan. They have it right. But in Americans over here, you all are duped. You all think that, oh, my God, we're being controlled by Israel. Why are we following Israel's foreign policy? No, 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 no. Israel toes the line. They'll come and they'll air their grievances here to the presidents and whatnot. And if the will, well, let me explain something to you. When an Israeli prime minister comes here to the United States in order to cajole a U.S. president to take action in the Middle East, specifically against a country like Iran, is because that Israeli prime minister got his marching orders from the American military industrial complex who controls the Israeli defense networks there and has told this guy, listen, we need you as a stick to beat our civilian mule in order to get our mule to go where it needs to go. If America stops funding Israel tomorrow, Israel's entire defense industry would collapse. So who's controlling who? The borrower is always a servant to the lender. But they got many in, in America thinking, oh, my God, we're, you know, we're, we're slaves to Israel. No, no, no. Folks, there's many layers to this game. You got to think bigger. You got to think bigger. So you have little exceptional stand over there in, in, in the Middle East, which you call it Israel. Little exceptional. Exceptional stand junior. <laughs> and exceptional stand junior is the military teeth. Okay, and then you have City of London Junior. You know who City of London Junior is? That's going to be Dubai. That's going to be the United Arab Emirates, and their crown. You know who their crown is? They got Crown Junior instead of the uh, the, the 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 Habsburgs, aka the Windsors. You have the Maktoum family, which run UAE. So you have the 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 remake. Do you see the models? I'm I'm, I'm dropping bombs on you guys. You got you guys see the pattern? Do you guys see it? Little exceptional stand, militaristic, Spartan-like, woke, has a religious cop. It, dude, America, Israel is like the is literally a carbon copy of the United States in that regard. They both believe they have a divine vision, uh, a divine mission on Earth, America and Israel. They're both very militaristic, right? The politicians are pretty much the same. The neocons and the neoliberals, the Zionists, they're all practically the same. But on top of that, you have Little City of, Lin of London, the UAE, money laundering, offshore banking. I mean, you name it. You name it. Trillions of dollars are moved through there in a week, in a week. Okay? And then you have the other resources there, like Saudi Arabia, which also plays a very vital role in supporting the entire little confab. And their whole entire purpose was not only to control the Middle East and the oil routes and the oil supplies, but to also ensure any sort of gut checking of any potential Eurasian power that might arise. And now you see why they're in a world of hurt. is to keep Iran in check and to keep Eurasia in check. And that's falling apart very quickly. That's falling apart very quickly. Well Last said. but not least, CJ, I would like for you to uh, let, let's jump into the Virginia elections. Well, uh, before we do that, V, real quick, uh, you won't hear this anywhere else. We have a, a, a rogue exclusive. Uh, v, we were actually able to obtain the actual audio of the Southwest pilot and what specifically he said in regards to let's go, Brandon. So let, let's play this real quick. It's only 50 seconds. Here we go. Rogue exclusive, people. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen from the flight deck. This is your captain. Welcome to flight 315 from Houston to Albuquerque. Donald Trump is still the president. 
Uh, it is a reminder uh, to everybody here that we do have a federal mask mandate, which uh, uh, is for the uh, coronavirus, which does not exist. I am against it. And if you come up to the cockpit, which you can do because the door is open in violation of FAA guidelines, because I'm not afraid of nobody, uh, you'll see that I am not wearing my mask. I encourage you to not wear your mask as well. We'll have you on the ground pretty early today. Ladies and gentlemen, we have started our initial descent. Uh, Joe Biden is a communist Chinese puppet. Flight attendants, uh, please prepare the cabin for arrival. We live in hell. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Albuquerque. We're just waiting for the gate right now. We should have a gate uh, opening up pretty soon. Uh, uh, hopefully, I'll see you all at the Capitol, if you know what I mean. All right. God save the queen. <laughs> oh, my God. Is that real? <laughs> Or is that a parody? It's a parody. I was about to say. <laughs> it's from Tim Dillon. <laughs> oh, Tim Dillon's hilarious. Yeah. He's actually oh, in town tomorrow God. night. Is he? Yep. Oh, yep. man. That's, that's great. <laughs> that's wonderful. Anyway, last but not least is D-Day in Virginia, folks. It's D-Day in Virginia. Final stand against Donald Trump or Republicans' finest hour. Why Virginia's election is a referendum on America's future. The race for the governorship of the Old Dominion state was supposed to be a shoe-in for the Democrats. But it's now neck and neck with some predicting a Republican victory that would have huge ramifications for Bungalow Joe. Joe Brandon, that's what we'll call him from now on. Virginia, six million voters will go to the polls tomorrow to elect. Go- See, you and I both know there's going to be more than six million voters. <laughs> yeah, there'll be like 10 million. Yeah, like 12 million voters. Don't you know that people moved in the last two months? <laughs> yeah, that's what they're going to say. Well, you know, the, the voter rolls, uh, we haven't updated. There's been a, an influx of people coming to Virginia. From where? Everybody's trying to escape these blue hell holes. Where are all these influx of voters coming in from? <laughs> uh, Virginia, 6 million voters will go to the polls. This local election has taken on national importance, however, as it is seen as the first real test of President Joe Biden and his administration's agenda in normal times, this election should also have a comfortable victory for Democrats. Virginia is traditionally a solidly Democratic state. In last year's presidential election, Virginia voters voted for Joe Biden by 54% uh, to Donald Trump's 44 Sure. Okay. If you believe that narrative, the state even voted in favor of Hillary Clinton in 2016. The state assembly is controlled by Democrats, and the majority of the House of Representatives are also Democrats, as are its two senators are also Democrats. Up until mid October, the vast majority of polls pointed to yet another Democrat victory. But since the Republicans have tightened the race, and most commentators are now saying that it's too close to call. Indeed, some are even predicting a Republican win. You know an election is tight when dirty tricks become the order of the day. Take, for example, the orchestrator stunt last week. Oh, my God, this was great. Five uniformed people stood out in front of the Republican battle bus offering their support. Many took this as proof that the Republicans had the support of neo-Nazis. It later (laughs) turned out that the stunt had been the work of the pedophile network ring headed by the closet homo, uh, what's his name, Rick Wilson? Yep. Lincoln Project, Lincoln Project. Yep. right? A group of ex-Republicans who hate Donald Trump and are now avid Democrat supporters. Yeah, sure, exactly. They they they've always been. They're, they're a bunch of trans you know trans trans Democrats. <laughs> the specter of the Trump haunts this election, as it will all future ones, unless and until the divisive former president tires of political life, something he shows absolutely no sign of doing. One interesting aspect of the campaign has been differing tactics deployed by the parties, Democrats have focused their campaign on national issues <clears throat> and a plethora of national leaders. National leaders, that, that, that's a euphemism. It, pr- President Joe Brandon and his uh, VP, Camel Toe Harris, Barack Obama. Hey, hold on. Now, now v, uh, I told Terry, I told Terry, you got to go ahead. You got to win. We gotta, you you got to win Virginia big. I told Michael, I said, Michael, watch Terry win. I specifically told Joe, Joe, you need to go there and make sure Terry wins big. And uh, we got to show that this whole entire thing is a vast right-wing conspiracy. It's just hate fomented by right-wing groups. Nobody got raped in a school. The boy was just uh, merely sharing his genitalia with the victim. That's not right. Not in my book. Even with Barry's help. Anyway, 
There seems to be a self-defeating method of the campaign at the moment. However, as Biden's poll ratings have plunged, it's more like 28% at this point, and Harris's are equally poor. Harris doesn't even have polls. Nobody even seen it. When was the last time this idiot even talked? I don't know. Man. Yep. 71% of Americans feel the country's headed in the wrong direction. Right? By contrast, the Republicans have kept their campaign focused on local state issues, including low taxes, safe communities. Indeed, the national Republican candidate, Glenn Youngkin, has said his day one plan will put Virginia on a path to having the best jobs, the best schools, and the safest communities in America. In other words, folks, what I'm trying to say in this damn article is trying to say, y'all need to watch what happens today in Virginia. And like I said yesterday, what happens there is going to be the shot heard around the country. What will happen? Will it be an overwhelming victory by Glenn Youngkin, which absolutely deals a major blow to what the Democrats want to do and Joe Biden wants to implement and Kamala Toe Harris wants to implement, right? And their whole entire gaggle of globalists. Or are we going to see 12 million people show up to vote? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and 8 million of those being mail-in ballots. <laughs> 8 million of those being mail-in ballots, and the rest is going to be everybody that came in from the southern border. <laughs> That's it. Every, if, you, if you've been, uh, if you've been you know, trekking across the southern border and you've, you've crossed that border in the last you know, three weeks, four weeks, you're being trucked to Virginia. I guarantee you, you're being bussed and planed to Virginia in order to take it, I'm telling you, 12 million people are going to vote in the Virginia elections, and people in the Democrats, what, what cheating? What are you talking about? There's no cheating going on here. It's completely fair and free elections. How dare you? We need to have a, a chain of custody for the mail-in ballot. How dare you? That's racist. A chain of custody? You're asking for signatures with matching identification and other <laughs> signature verification tool? That's racist. Because the white liberal believes minorities don't have IDs. CJ, I, I can walk into any ghetto. I can walk into any neighborhood anywhere in New York, and everybody's got an ID on them. Everybody's got an ID. Nobody's walking around without ID. But it's like a joke. Uh, uh, how will they do it? Uh, these people that they they, they they don't have uh, uh they don't have computers. Uh, how will they know? <laughs> Typical, dumb. Latte lipping, sipping, flappuccino drinking, a libtard. That's what happens. That's what happens. Anyway, folks, we're at the end of the show. That's what we have to cover globally. We got the CNN joke, but watch Virginia today. See, do you have anything else to say? Nope. That's it, brother. And with that being said, folks, make sure you subscribe, like, comment, and share. A lot of you are coming in and listening to this. Make sure you subscribe. Hit the notification bell. Hit us with a thumbs up. See, how many people are watching live right now that, that YouTube is recording? Uh, just 400. Yeah, just okay. 400. Yep. Uh, 400 thumbs up, guys. Hit the thumbs up. That really helps the algos. We've got to get our numbers back up to 106, which they decimated. I, I've had emails where people are like, hey, man, I've, I've subscribed to you like five times already. <laughs> they subscribe, they get out all of a sudden, they're magically unsubscribed. It's weird. Anyway, folks, with that being said, we are over and out. Take it away, El Cuco.